like a fetish club for your ears. Grab a hot drink and turn down the lights. Coming across the airwaves and into bedrooms everywhere, BDSM United is bringing you non-violent, consensual kink education. This isn't for the kiddos or for the cookie-cutter conservative vanilla prunes. We'll be talking bondage, discipline, dominance, submission, sadomasochism, and more today on this BDSM United podcast. So far in our fetish fluids series, we've talked about a lot of different types of fluids. Now we kind of want to spin it on its head a little bit and talk about um, a type of kink play that is, um, is using fluids in a unique way. Uh, an enema. An enema is a method of cleansing the colon and rectum by introducing fluids, most commonly water, directly through the anus. Uh, after the liquids are held in the rectum for a set amount of time, they're ejected into a container along with any body waste. There are a multitude of concoctions that can be used to rinse the bowels. One of the safest and gentlest preparations is a warm saline solution as it doesn't draw out electrolytes from the body. Colon cleanses incorporate enemas prepared with herbs, dietary supplements, or components such as lemongrass, fresh lemon juice, garlic, or coffee. A recreational enema enthusiasts may practice do-it-yourself enemas with ingredients such as Castile soap. That's soap made with olive oil. I'm Primal Piggy. You can find me on Facebook at The Primal Piggy. Of course, you're listening to the BDSM United podcast. Uh, you can also find us at, or find me as an admin of a rather large Facebook page called Whips, Chains, and Duct Tape. You can find that on Facebook at WCDT BDSM. You can find us on the web at www.bdsmunited.com. So, clismophilia is the paraphilia, is the fetish characterized by a powerful sensation, sexual gratification towards enemas. Uh, to some, the inclination towards enemas may be considered a normal part of cleaning out before something like anal bottoming. Well, for others, it comes along with a variety of other fetishes, such as piss and scat. Uh, in, in addition to gaining pleasure from receiving an enema, a top may get turned on by administering them to another. Uh, others are stimulated by the sight of or the texture of the rubber equipment used. The use of ingredients like soap or egg yolks can create a chemical stimulation of the anus, which may be uncomfortable, even painful, to a sadomasochist, the sensation of pain or burning that a bottom experiences may be arousing. Uh, nerve ending, endings in the rectum are capable of producing highly pleasurable reactions, similar to those produced by nerve endings in and around the genitalia. Even though receiving an enema may feel uncomfortable to some, the experience can also produce arousal in the receiver. Some become so aroused that they masturbate while the enema is in progress. For men, this may be due to their prostates being stimulated in the process. The actual act of receiving the enema may or may not induce an orgasm all by itself. 
enemas may occur during BDSM, often as part of bondage. Uh, some people get turned on by the ability to make someone take an enema or the idea of getting cleaned out for the other person. Uh, there may also be some fetish toward the amount of liquid one can hold in their rectum. Pleasure might be derived from the ability to hold it in for a long time or from someone forcing them to retain the liquids. Enema enthusiasts might also get off from the cramping or the sensation of feeling full while simultaneously masturbating. For those of you curious about alcohol enemas, um, let's see, here we go. Where was I at? Sorry. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, alcohol enemas. For those of you curious about alcohol enemas, bear in mind that they can feel extremely painful because of the burning sensation caused by the alcohol. If you can tolerate the sensation, it's very possible to get drunk if the alcohol is kept in there. Only a small amount is needed to achieve this effect because the colon absorbs alcohol into the bloodstream faster than the digestive system. So be very, very risk-aware that the potential of overdosing uh, is high and you risk the chance of alcohol poisoning and even death. So what's the difference between an enema and a laxative? Both methods stimulate the bowel. However, a laxative is taken orally, uh, sometimes with a, a small suppository, while an enema is administered through the anus. They're typically never used in combination with one another. Um, enemas don't replace laxatives. Rather, they're uh, geared toward a different crowd. Uh, laxatives, on the other hand, are generally reserved for those who have some bowel control and or at least the potential for it. Um, laxatives are widely available, but they have potential for short and long-term side effects. If you abuse them or use them too often, your bowel can develop a dependence on them. Uh, likewise, enemas also come with... Uh, with some short and some long-term side effects. Enemas can stretch the colon. With frequent use, the colon may eventually lose muscle tone, resulting in the colon un being unable to generate the muscle contractions necessary to expel feces. So, enema therapy has been prescribed since ancient times. Historically, uh, they were administered to relieve sy symptoms of constipation, stomach pain, and, you know, other various illnesses. Uh, mid midwives, they used to administer them to pregnant women just prior to, to delivering their child. Uh, and this practice is still utilized somewhat today as a way to induce contractions and to avoid the expulsion, the expulsion sorry, of feces during labor. Um, in in modern times, enemas are sometimes used to treat a variety of physical concerns such as constipation, incontinence, and bowel obstruction or dysfunction. Um, enemas may be done to clear any obstructions before medical imager, imaging or immediately before a surgical procedure, such as a colonoscopy. Um, uh, alternative theory 
therapy, sorry, have popularized uh, colon cleansing. Um, you know, some people call that colonics or colon hydrotherapy or colonic irrigation. Um, some people believe that receiving an enema cleanses and removes harmful toxins that build up in the colon and the lower intestinal tract. Uh, the, re the reason behind this theory is that bacteria can accumulate in the intestinal tract as a result of feces that haven't been completely expelled. And so... Now, nerve endings, and this is where we're really, uh, you know, using an enema. Our, really, our focus is really on kink and fetish purposes. Nerve endings in the rectum are, producing a, are capable of producing highly pleasurable reactions. Uh, like I said earlier, um, similar to those in your genitals. So, uh, people commonly perform enemas prior to engaging in anal eroticism, such as anal intercourse. It's not, not only gives the couple a sense of cleanliness, but it also reduces the risk of getting feces on the toys or on your genitals. Um, enemas may occur during lots of different types of BDSM play. You know, and as I said, pleasure is often derived from the ability for somebody to hold it or because somebody feels full while simul simultaneously masturbating or doing some other type of kink. I'm Primal Piggy. You can find me on Facebook at The Primal Piggy. You can also find me at Whips, Chains, and Duct Tape at WCDT BDSM. Uh, thank you for listening to today's podcast on enemas. And uh, listen to the other podcasts in our archive. Uh, there are some for a variety of BDSM educational related topics. The topics are always mature, meaning they're not for minors, but they're not typically graphic in any way. Uh, if you're listening on your, on your favorite platform, be sure to leave us a review so that people can uh, know about us and so that they can know what you like about our podcast. Thanks again for listening today. Before you go, head on over and visit our friend Nookie at DatingKinky.com. She's been a longtime supporter and friend of Whips, Chains, and Duct Tape, and she's built a very inclusive service that is Dating Kinky. Built by kinksters for kinksters, poly, queer, trans folk, and anyone not quite vanilla, and it's free. But also check out a Plus membership. It gives you access to nine books, three online classes, and over 250 webinar replays. That's nearly 400 hours of kinky education. Plus membership is an amazing deal. You also get access to amazing features like voice and video chat. That's datingkinky.com.